welcome to the Youth Development Professionals Guidebook. I'm your host, Michael Garcia. And I'm your co-host, Al Ferreira. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of the Youth Development Professionals Guidebook. Uh, we are excited to have a dear friend of ours, Triple B, Bridget Barbera Byrne. Hi, Bridget. How are you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Very good. We are here to talk about one of the hottest topics that's going on right now in youth development, in camp, in human life right now is diversity and inclusion. And so um, we are bringing Bridget on because she's an expert in this field and we want to make sure we are presenting the best foot forward as we go through not just the guidebook podcast, but everything we do in our work. So Bridget, let's talk about diversity and inclusion. We're going to kind of Al and I are going to step back and kind of let you lead this this episode. And just really quickly, I, I think Bridget is our first returning guest, right? As uh, I mean, we had yeah. our, uh, for a full episode, we had uh, returning folks do snippets of a couple of episodes. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, but with a completely new topic. And, and what excites me about uh, uh, the the program that she's bringing. Uh, that's called more than, uh, you know, uh, Hans Finzel said, a leader takes people where they would never go on their own. And I'm excited to hear uh, where Bridget is taking us with the program more than. So tell us a little bit about what that means. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me back on again, guys. I'm very excited to be here to talk about this topic. Um, so how many times I, I, I like to ask myself and, and the people that I'm training, how many times have you taken a training, shut the book and then be like, all right, off, check that off my list. Right. But when it comes to the world of diversity, inclusion and acceptance, I feel that we can always be doing more than we are. So more than is the overall arching name of the company for the trainings. Um, and this concept is what drives the vision of more than trainings. So I imagine a world where someone's diverse dimensions of diversity do not interfere with the successes that they've had, um, the opportunity to achieve in life, where it does not dictate the privileges that um, they are fortunate to encounter a world where the struggles um, one encounters are not predetermined by their dimensions of diversity that they were born into. And I imagine a world where people view each other's differences as open door to a world of new perspectives. And that really is what drives the vision behind more than. Um, more than trainings will focus on different topics in the world of diversity and inclusion, and they will provide participants with tools to assist them in navigating and leading others through these fragile and potentially controversial topics that may arise. Um, they will also, more than trainings will, are customizable to organizations, needs are suitable to tools for every industry. Um, and the question I like to ask is, doesn't every leader want a team that is mindfully inclusive? and can do more than exceed the expectations of their customers. And that's really what drives the philosophy behind more than trainings. Bridget, I mean, we've been working on this. I, I, I've been connected with you since our last show, right? And that was, I mean, in COVID years, it was three years ago, but reality, it was just a few months ago, right? And I've watched you develop this, this, this 
training and I'm just so sad. I'm so, so excited about it. I'm jazzed. Um, we were talking offline before uh, we started recording about how we're seeing DNI or diversity and inclusion engaged in not just the camp world, but we were using that as a format of, you know, coming from a, a place of scarcity. Now, again, channeling Brene Brown in that one, but, you know, really looking at it from a, a place of scarcity, a place of challenge. So talk to us a little bit about how DNI or diversity and inclusion can be worked into it and, and come from an honest kind of raw, let's be honest, it's going to be a raw topic, but how is it, how is it addressed a little differently with you? I like to take my, um, my participants through my journey through storytelling. I think it's a great way to connect with the audience, with your, the people that are participating in the course. So really just going through that, traversing through their dimensions of, of diversity, um, you know, diving into some, like I said earlier, some topics that could be pretty controversial, but the ultimate objective is um, with my trainings, I'm hoping that telling my story of what I have overcome become somebody else's survival guide. And that's, that's the key to why I'm doing all this um, and why I'm getting out there. Like I said, telling my story, which again is very raw. I mean, I've seen tears. I've seen, you know, people come up to me afterwards and, you know, want to give me a hug. And I know that's not COVID friendly right now. But <laughs> we'll get back to hugs. <laughs> but really taps into people's emotions. And, and I don't do it because I want sympathy or, you know, I want you to feel sorry for me. I'm, tell, I'm telling you because there are people that are around you in your world, in your workplace that are going to through similar things that I went through and or have relatives or friends or children. So if I can tell my story, like I said, to provide someone with a survival guide, that's the ultimate objective of why I'm out there doing what I'm doing with this very raw topic. So Bridget, explain to me, uh, as I'm learning about what you're doing, are, are you working with people individually or are you going into an organization and say, hey, I'm going to present this more than program uh, because it's more than training. It's a way to, to, to move your organization forward. Share how your, your, your vision is for where this goes. So more than, like I mentioned earlier, is the overarching company name. That off of the more than name will branch off training. So the first module is more than just a label. Um, and what that does is skims the surface of diversity and inclusion. So yes, to answer your question, it's going into organizations. Um, we'll have the opportunity for individuals to register for classes as well. So a course might be 10 different individuals from different organizations in one course. But then there's also the, uh, the opportunity to customize the training. If an organization comes to me and they say, hey, I have 50 employees that want to take this course you know, we can, we can do it that way as well. So it's really customizable to whatever somebody is looking for. So yes and yes, <laughs> individuals and yes, also organizations. That, that's fantastic. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things that I've mentioned on a couple of our previous podcasts uh, is that I, I went through a, a diversity inclusion program to become a facilitator uh, of a program that was designed by Josh Rich uh, for Empowered Living, which I connected with through uh, my work with the John Maxwell team. And, and uh, so, you know, they're 
uh, premise and and what what uh, we can offer is going into organizations and help them uh, identify where team members and part of the organization sits or or, or doesn't sit. Uh, so so here's here's my one of my questions for you because uh, when you're working with a team when you're working with a team in part of an organization and, and there's that individual. Uh, or individuals who feel like they're disconnected, possibly disengaged, uh, they will withhold that discretionary effort because their heart just isn't in it. And and ultimately that disengagement is gonna cost uh, the organization and it's gonna cost you as a leader uh, just uh, a higher level of, uh, so much on a higher level of productivity. Um, So, you know, share a little bit about what more than will do in that respect you know so you you're presenting in front of a team uh where do you engage folks i mean um uh arthur ash has that great quote uh start where you are and uh use what you have so more than just a label, label, as I mentioned earlier, skims the surface of many different topics. And the ultimate objective is there will be additional modules that come off of this, that are spinoffs of more than just a label. But really more than just a label, although we talk about the, the LGBTQ plus community, it also encourages people to dive into their own dimensions of diversity. So we talk, there, there are several different layers of diversity that, that your core, your core layer that you're born with, right? These are um, things, your race, things of that nature um, that can't really be changed. So even though we're talking about and relating a lot of it back to the LGBTQ plus community and how to be more accepting, it also allows participants to dive into their own dimensions and and help them understand why they see things in a certain perspective. Um, We talk a lot about labeling and unconscious bias, which is a big, a big term right now, a hot term in the diversity and inclusion world. But, you know, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion from the University of California, San Francisco, they define unconscious bias as social stereotypes about certain groups of people that individuals from outside their own conscious awareness. So it's something that's happening with all of us, right? And we need to find a way that we can dive into those unconscious bias, conquer and be aware of those unconscious bias and move forward. So uh, Bridget, it, uh, that, uh, I, I love where you're, where you're coming from. And, and uh, in, in the training that I've gone through, uh, uh, we would refer to you as a, uh, as a pioneer, uh, someone who's bringing this idea forward into the community, into the organization. Uh, and there's five different areas, you know, you can self-identify, uh, with five but the primary one is is a pioneer and and, and I totally appreciate that about uh, your more than program uh, I've been quietly silently auditing uh, different diversity and inclusion programs that I've seen promoted out there you know I've, I've listened to several podcasts and several uh, uh, webinar training things that folks have offered and, and one of the things that that um, uh, is is bothersome to me is that oftentimes the diversity inclusion is arguing from a negative standpoint. And, and in four decades of work in, in camping and as a youth professional, I, I've never tried to teach anything 
by arguing the negative. It's like you have to take a positive, assertive stance in order for people to embrace that. Your, your more than program, you talked about, you know, it's the journey of your own story. Uh, and, and can you share with us a little bit uh, about some of the directions that you help people uh, take that will, you know, just embolden them to move forward? Sure. So I think one of the biggest pieces of the LGBTQ, all the alphabetical letters that we like to use is the A, the allies, right? So you don't have to be a member of the LGBTQ community to have to embrace diversity inclusion. I think I talked a tiny bit about um, my story in our first podcast. And if it wasn't for my allies, during my coming out time, I wouldn't be sitting here right now with you guys. I was in a very dark spot. So I think people need to understand the importance of those allies and those people that are gonna speak out when somebody makes an inappropriate joke at work in the lunchroom or you know, speak out against somebody who makes you know, a, an inappropriate comment, whatever it may be. And sometimes people don't have the tools to do that. And that's what my trainings will help them do. My trainings will provide them with those tools. And also the bigger piece of it is a lot of times, I talked earlier about training, a lot of times managers, directors are being trained and it's not the frontline staff being trained. So providing the managers, directors and higher level management with tools, they can then in turn take that back to their teams. And that's one of the biggest things I try to impress because especially working in an organization where you're dealing with the public, how often, you know, is the manager right there at the desk when somebody walks in and they say, hey, how come your paperwork only says male and female on it, right? So you have to be able to provide those tools to those, you know, uh, public facing positions within your organization. And that's exactly what my training will do. And like I said earlier, what leader doesn't want to have a team that's mindfully inclusive? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, use the term allies in the, in the training that I've gone through. Uh, it's it's uh, champions, people who are, uh, tend to see their purpose as supporting the vision and supporting the plan uh, for change that that pioneer has brought forward. So uh, absolutely great uh, uh, insight on your part in moving things uh, and, and taking them further up. I think Michael had a question as well. Yeah, I, I think for me, Bridget, was, um, you know, as we're going through this and just this episode of this whole process, I'm going to I'm going to ask you to give a little secret, you know, a little little sneak peek behind the curtain. Give us a little something from the course. Give us a, give us a minute. Give us like a, a quick lesson so people can kind of feel it and taste it and, and absorb into it so we can um, really get a picture of what we're talking about here. Sure. So as I mentioned, we start out, I start out storytelling. That's always been the person that I am. Um, I, I, my nickname was Goose when I was younger from Mother Goose because I always told stories. Well, wait, wait, I'm going to stop right there, Bridget. Your nickname was Goose? Yes, yes. Okay, so now, from now on. <laughs> I've gone from like, purple it's a, So like, we're talking Top Gun here. I'm oh, just laying it out there. Oh, I know you where know. you're going. And so- when we first, the first time we meet, like physically face to face, we are doing that high five because we feel the need. The, the need, need for, for speed. speed. 
Booyah! <laughs> I don't know if this part's going to stay in the podcast. It probably will because it's shenanigans and that's what we are about to, but oh, Mother Goose, take us home. All right. Sorry. I'll, uh, I'll, I promise there's no muscle poses in my world though so that's just safer for everybody sorry didn't mean to distract you there goose um oh my gosh it's gonna stick and i'm gonna update our website and it's gonna say goose in it okay go ahead we're (laughs) taking a five minute break because triple b and myself cannot stop known each other very long michael but i think we've gotten to know each other pretty. i I think i'm pretty much wearing it on my sleeve all the time and so it's i'm not that hard to figure out here but all right sorry so anyway (laughs) go ahead mother goose take us home (laughs) all right so more than just a label um as i mentioned the objective of the training is to raise awareness increase knowledge and teach others how to embrace each other's differences. That's, those are the main objectives of the course. We dive into different things from labeling and what labeling looks like, categorical labeling, how the brain is hardwired to do that. So how do you get away from that and putting people in boxes? We talk about dimensions of diversity, which is a big piece of it. And really just like, think about when you were a kid and you had those everlasting gobstoppers, right? That had all those layers in there. That's what dimensions of diversity really looks like because people do have so many layers that change depending on the experiences that they are going through. I dive into unconscious implicit bias, for example. Um, you know, if you, you go to the doctor and when, when the doctor walks out, you notice they're a little bit older right? How many people would think automatically the doctor was male without me even saying any pronouns with that? That's an unconscious bias. And we all have them. There's, there's nothing wrong with it, but it, there's something wrong with it when they go in unexamined and that becomes destructive to society. So we talk about that. We, one of my biggest topics that, that my, my favorite topics that we talk about is evolution of visibility in the LGBTQ plus world. And I have lived through it. I won't say how young I am, but I have lived through the times where, you know, I saw Ellen come out on TV and then be fired because she came out. I lived through the AIDS epidemic and how people were saying that people with HIV and AIDS, they they weren't worth anything. So that's what I was seeing growing up. And when you don't have representation and visibility, you don't even realize that you exist. And that's how I grew up. And that is why I'm doing what I'm doing with this training. Again, skim the surface of a lot of really, really deep topics that make people want more, right? Because it, it, they're, they're so deep and sometimes they are taboo topics that people don't want to talk about, but they're important because that education piece the more you know about something, the less you fear it. Yeah, I think that's important. And one of the things before we get a quick commercial break is I want, I don't want everybody to feel like this is a commercial for this, this, this is, this is important. And if, if this is not the program for you, we, there's, there's plenty of programs out there. It's something you should be doing, right? It's something, you know, I just had a, a email back and forth with another professional camp professional and, you know, somebody asked for advice about name tags. And I, my response was at this point, you should be having your pronouns of your staff on your name tag. 
And there was a private email back and forth with, with, a, with a friend of mine who was like, well, you got to take in consideration where they are in, in, in the country because some places don't agree with that. And my first response, I'm going to be honest, was okay, because I didn't want to deal with the fight. And about 10 minutes later, I was like, you know what? No, no, this is a fight that I need to step up to. This is a fight where a, a cis-identified male white needs to step up and be the person to say, I hear what you're saying. This is the way I'm an expert in this field. And it, and I understand that there are places that are not ready and that's on them, but the standard should be this. And that's where we need to drive for it. And it's responsible for all of us, the allies and, and, and the people's in our, the people in our communities to do this. So um, we're going to take a quick commercial break uh, and we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Michael Garcia, and I am here to talk to you about Youth Mental Health First Aid. This course is designed to teach neighbors, teachers, parents, peers, and caring citizens how to help a youth or teen who is experiencing a mental health or substance abuse challenge or crisis. The course discusses mental health challenges for youth, reviews typical adolescent development, and provides guidance through the ALGE Action Plan for both crisis, non-crisis situations. Topics covered in the manual include anxiety, depression, substance abuse disorders in which psychosis may occur, disruptive behaviors disorders, including ADHD and eating disorders are covered as well. If you're interested, go to youthdevelopmentpro.com and sign up for our next course. So we're here with uh, Bridget uh, talking about her program, More Than, and, and like the program that I mentioned in the first segment as well that, that I've been working on, uh, it, you know, the, 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 this piece of what you're, this exercise that we're going through is really an exercise of awareness and, and helping people be aware. Um, you know, uh, several of these uh, programs that I've listened into end up feeling kind of like a gotcha game with an organization. And, and what you're suggesting that you're doing to the program that I've been working on, uh, it's, it's, it's more than that. It's not a gotcha game because you're not arguing the negative of what people are doing wrong. You're showing them a way of how they can identify themselves to take on uh, an awareness of the role that they play in the organization when it relates to diversity and inclusion. Correct. So those are, you nailed one of the objectives of the course is to raise awareness. And like you, you said, where, wherever they may be in their organization or however they can do that in the world of diversity and inclusion is what they should be doing. And by raising awareness, increasing knowledge, that again, I keep saying the tools in the tool belt, but that's the most important piece of this. I think the one thing I want the listeners to hear as we're going through and, and uh, just for full disclosure, we just had a 15 minute conversation off air about how we address this. And I think it's very sensitive and I want to be intentional with our thought process that, um, we know that not everybody's in the same place, 
Uh, we hope that they would be, but again, you know, hoping and wishing aren't really what's going to make it so. And so um, as we're talking through this process and this conversation and this course and where we're going and how we're hoping everybody's connecting with the people in their communities, it's important for um, you to hear our authentic thoughts and process. We talked about political process on the off mic situation. We talked about uh, the potato heads uh, situation that's going on. We talked about Dr. Seuss and how we link it all together. And, and I really want you to understand that we're really trying to be inclusive and understanding. But the three of us feel that this is the right process when you're working with other human beings. We're not even going to say children and youth development. We're going to say human beings. And this is the, we feel the right side of history as we're going along. And, um, you know, we just want to be, we want you to understand, I at least, I want you to understand that this is important to us and that's why we're talking about it i think that's the part that's why we've bridget and i have connected and talked every week pretty much for the past six to eight weeks working on this and and we're excited to launch this this episode is kind of the launching of um the more than series with the first uh session of more than just a label uh, i'm going to give you some info on it uh this is, this is a two hour course. Uh, it is $50 per person. Uh, you can find it at youthdevelopmentpro.com slash more than. And um, it, it's, it's on there. It's gonna be on the main page by the time this episode airs. So you'll be able to just click straight through it. Um, but it's really important that if you have questions, you're going to reach out to us. Bridget's email, direct email is, is on the, um, our team page of Youth Development Pro. So you don't have to go through me or Al or anybody. You just go straight to Bridget and ask specifics about the course and make sure it's, it's meeting where your organization is now. And if it's not, then have the conversation with Bridget about how you can get your organization to be where it's ready to do this. Um, I, 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 I believe strongly in this. I really do. I, it's just, again, this is just me talking right now. And, and the other two, I'm going to let you jump in. And I know Bridget's passion because it's Bridget's passion. <laughs> but um, this, is, this is the way we should be moving when we're working with people, and especially tiny people and, and people growing up. And this inclusion, it, it, it's a buzzword, I know. And everybody's like, oh, we're diversity inclusion. Fortune 500 companies are hiring diversity inclusion directors. And that's amazing but we work with youth. We have the opportunity to shape generations from this. We, we, we as a group understand my father who has passed, but in his eighties, I'm in my forties and my son is 19. That scope of generation of change is completely different. We need to kind of work and plan how we're going to raise these 16, 15, 14, 13 year olds so they're completely inclusive and completely engaged with other peoples and channeling empathy across the board. Um, I, I, either one of you want to jump in. I, I know I took a little bit there, but I wanted to really, I know. Just, just yeah. real quick, to, to one thing to add on, and then I'm going to turn it over to Bridget uh, is, uh, you know, 
that diversity of those generations that you just talked about. Well, the, that 12, 13, 14 year old in, in 15 years is going to be running our lives. And let me tell you, they're not waiting for us to do this. They're doing this and changing the world. And, and, and we need to support that. Uh, you know, we need to be the influencers who help others move through this. Over to you, Bridget. Wow. So I have to follow up those two. I mean, I have like tears in my eyes listening to what Michael is saying as a cis white male over there. I mean, these, this is exactly what the LGBTQ plus community needs. I mentioned earlier that you know, as a child growing up, not having the representation and visibility, I, I didn't even realize I existed. So being able to provide that and, and have these inclusive organizations and places that kids can go, work, um, families can go, it is just so important. And it's that education, educational piece, moving the needle. We're not saying we need to move the needle completely, but we need to start with the education. And that's the biggest piece is starting with that education to move the needle because we've all been in a place, a spot, or you know, said something or told a joke or that was maybe off kilter, but now we've learned, right? That educational piece. And that's going back to like Michael was saying, the potato heads, the Dr. Seuss, we're learning and we are evolving with that knowledge. And that's the most important piece when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to end it right there. That was, that was a beautiful way to end it. Thank you, Bridget. And um, please, you know, check out this course. If this isn't the right course for you, we understand. Get a course, take a course, learn, read, think, challenge your thoughts and you know, I know Al is the quote master, but man, I know you've heard me and I'm sitting right now in my cardigan channeling Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers is the man. And I just challenge you to, to just lead with empathy. I think that's, that's, if you're not going to take the big step of taking a course and, and, and reaching out, at least try and lead with empathy. And that, that will bring you one step closer to where we want to go and what this whole show is about. So um, thanks, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we want to make sure that we're here for you. If you need anything from any of us, reach out uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>